Welcome, thank you, Phil. You will notice, first of all, that um, one of the, the team who liked to be organised and prepared came to me and said, do you want the table on the floor? <laughs> the joys of being small, eh? But uh, we can do it. Anyway, <laughs> as, as Phil said, we are in our essential series, which, um, as we, we spoke in, in January, our vision day, and the end of January, beginning of February, go and grow, love and serve, reaching, multiplying, and influencing. And then Christian spoke to us at the end of that about four steps, knowing God, finding freedom, discovering purpose, and making a difference. And it is wonderful to know that so many of us that were like, what's that number three? We, we, um, I, I know I need to find freedom, but that, that now people are already it's clicking all over the place, that, that this four, uh, these four steps we're all getting. And actually, a lot of people have said to me, Thank you. You make it sound so achievable, so simple. For once in my life, I know what I need to do next. I know where I'm aiming. I know where I'm going. So our aim over the next few weeks is to unpack those four steps for us. And my privilege tonight is to talk actually about one of my favorite out of all those four steps. It is knowing God. Because for me, everything without over these next few weeks actually hinges on this tonight. You actually can't discover a life of purpose over here if you haven't started here with knowing God. I mean, a lot of people do make a difference. You know, Steve Jobs, Christian quoted, would be a classic. He's made a difference with his life. But what I'm talking tonight is about a redemptive purpose, a purpose that is eternal, a purpose that touches the kingdom of God, not just this life here and now, but makes a difference for eternity. Who wants to sign up for a purpose like that? I'm sure we would all say we would, but it all starts with knowing God. It all starts with this very simple step, and it hinges on that. There was a great um, phrase that we heard that's actually our social media team have put out over Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram this week, which I absolutely loved, which the two most important days of our lives are when we were born and when we discover why. You know, and that is God's heart for all of us. I don't want you just to be, uh, become a Christian and then by the skin of your teeth get to heaven. I want you to live a life that's dynamic, that's life-giving, that changes the situations around you. That when you walk into the room, people know that you are there. Andy's arrived. The things are going to be different. Gisela's there. Things will change because they're there. And we live in a life of intentionality. But it starts with knowing God. I want, I said to... Uh, about the privilege. This is the first time I've ever actually preached for twice. You know, I have had to have a big sleep this afternoon, and you know, to be going shower, make sure. I mean, you know, Phil and Christian who do this week in, week out. I'm like, wow, this is. Pr- I have got a man up today. Um, so anyway, but I said this this morning. You know that one of the things that it, you know, say I was a successful billionaire, that would be a nice thought, wouldn't it? Got loads of money, and actually. I came in tonight and I said to you, right, I've decided I'm going to give you a whole £100 tonight. That would, would that be a nice gift? Now, if I had the choice of coming here tonight with wads of money and giving you a gift, which I know you'd all, be really, you'd all really love me for, or actually saying the greatest gift I think I could give to you tonight was talking to you about a relationship with a God that loves you. I know which one I'd choose. I know which one you would all choose, or most of you would choose here. You would say, that's the type of gift that I want to give. 
You see, I really firmly believe that actually tonight, wherever you are on your journey of knowing God, that by the end of this time together, that hopefully something will have sparked in you that whether you've actually never made this decision to know God, you may say, actually, I know God, but I don't know what you're talking about, a relationship. I don't know that. Or whether you've been a Christian for many, many years, and you say, actually, I do know God, but actually something tonight, I just pray will spark in us that say, I want a deeper relationship with God. We took, we, the, the team have introduced a great song uh, recently by a band called Bethel called Closer. And there's a line that in there that says, take me a little deeper. I want to know you more. And my aim is, is whether you actually don't really have a relationship with God at the moment or whether actually you do, I want to take us deeper, deeper and call us deeper tonight. So I've got four B's that I'd just like to talk to us over these next uh, 24 minutes that we've got left now. So the first B is be saved, be saved. You see, I think many of us in this room would say we have come to a point in our life where we have thought there is more to life than this. Most of us, well, I would say a lot of us, have probably made that decision out of a broken time, out of a a, a disruptive time. I made that decision out of an abusive relationship and actually said, actually, there has got to be more to life than this. Is this what life is all about, that I'm now going to live out of, uh, you know, a sense of mistrust and people let you down and, 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 and can I ever trust anybody again and what is this all about? And there was a point in my life where I said, actually, God, I surrender to you. I said, um, one evening in a church with a silver dress on because I was going out nightclub and next I was totally rebelling you know I was there with my mum and dad who sort of took me along come on you know I was in, in on that front row and actually something in that service just just touched my heart oh I've got tears I'm like you can't cry you've got all your makeup on and everything I've got tears running down something just touched me right there and I said God I have messed up with my life I give the steering wheel. I've done my bit. I've tried to live for me and I have messed up. I give it to you. I give it to you. And I have never, ever regretted that decision. And I just want to say tonight, if you have never made that decision at the end of the service, we're going to give you an opportunity to say, tonight, tonight, you will make the greatest decision you have ever made in your life by saying, Jesus, I want to give you the steering wheel of my life. You see, in John 10 and verse 10, it says that the thief comes to destroy. But Jesus came to give you life. To give you life. You see, when we hand over the steering wheel of our life, it's not because God wants us to all walk around robots. I'm now a Christian. I'm now a Christian. It's not like that. God says, I have got to, I want to give you life. I want to give you an abundant life. I want to give you so much more than you're experiencing right now. But it's got to start with this step of surrendering and saying, God, take my life. It's through Jesus. You see, many of us know God. Many of us have an understanding of a God. But the Bible tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Only through him can we be saved. You see, we, we may, see, I know Kev. I know Kev quite well. Yeah, we've been in church together years and years. But actually, Chris, who's sitting at the back there, my husband, I know really well. And God says, tonight, 
I don't want you just to know me. Okay, I want you to really know me. Really know me. I want to go into a relationship that's a daily relationship. So Jesus came to give his life. Secondly, be baptized. Be baptized. Christian gave us this as an action point. As he talked to us last week about knowing God, he said an action step. Once we've made that decision that we're going to be saved, that we want to follow God, is to be baptized. I had a young lady who came to me this morning, and actually, it really touched my heart. And she said, you know, I made a decision to be baptized. Uh, No, she says, I was baptized when I was 12. I didn't really make the decision to be baptized. I I feel it was made for me. And she said, and back then, I, I wasn't really sure that I knew what I was doing. I've now know that out of... Um, a very broken situation of addiction and, and other things that are too personal to go into right now. I feel I want to make that decision to be baptized. This time, knowing that it's me that really wants to do this, I've made this decision. This is significant for me. Is that okay? I'm like, oh, that is wonderful. Of course that's okay. We would love you to actually make that decision to be baptized. And so often people have have been christened or dedicated when they were young and actually feel that that doesn't matter. What the Bible tells us in Acts 2 and verse 38 is repent and be baptized. There's got to be a significant decision that us as individuals have made and said, I have now decided I'm going to follow Jesus, no turning back, and I'm going to be baptized We're actually, we are taking it a whole new level this time. When the next baptismal service is on Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, the 27th of March, we are giving everybody that's getting baptized t-shirts. I have decided. We we are putting it, now that's not a reason to get baptized. Okay, let me just say that. I'm going to get baptized. I'm going to get a free (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a bit costly if we all decide to do that. But, but our heart is that we just want to say we're putting value on this. We want to give you something that is an outward declaration of an inward decision that says, I have decided. No turning back. Isn't that a great thought? If you've not done it, let me encourage you tonight. Sign up at Resource Hub. Don't delay. Now, the third B is be filled Now, after me making that decision um, in my silver dress, in that church one uh, Sunday night of giving my life to Jesus, I would say this point here is probably the most significant, I feel, other people may say different, but for me, this has been the most significant thing for me to constantly make sure that I stay filled, that I am intentional with spending time with God, with the right people, with getting in God's word, with praying. Now, ladies, how many of you know that, that actually one week we can make a decision? That's it, I'm giving chocolate up. I am not having any more chocolate. Then the next week, give me that chocolate. You know what I mean, don't you, ladies? Come on, now, let's be honest, we've all done it. You see, we leak. We make a decision one week, and then another week, we can forget that decision, and our emotions take over, and and how we feel just takes over. And for me, just being in church on Sunday, that is great. But Monday morning, Phil's not with you on a Monday morning. (laughs) Phil's not there just to encourage us on a Monday morning. We need to stay in God's presence. We need to keep being filled. 
Now, I just want to give us some simple how-tos tonight that I've found really helpful. So one of my how-tos was um, when I really, and and, and the the lady that actually challenged me a lot on this when when I was back in Bosworth Street, I used to listen to Joyce Meyer a lot. And, And it really inspired me to have that daily relationship, that daily devotion with God for me. I, I used to get all my, I thought that the people at church on Sunday, that, that's what they did. They fed me. And I, re- I came to a realization, actually, this is my responsibility. It's my responsibility to make sure I stay filled because we leak. And so one of the decisions I made that I was going to get up and, and, and actually start spending time in God's presence every day, I thought, whatever that means, five minutes, you know, I'm going to pray, read my Bible, so the first morning I got up, sat on my settee, got my nice little cup of coffee there on my settee, you know, falling asleep. He, did, he didn't quite work next day. Right, come on, Julie, you can do it. Sit up. Same again. So what I did, I thought, right, I've got to get into it. Just, I've just got to break this habit. You know, don't give in. Just keep going. Keep going. I got a little bar stool <laughs> in my kitchen in front of a window, a little bit with all the cars going by, I sat on the edge of this bar stool. I thought, if I don't, if I fall off of this and fall asleep, I am going to seriously injure something. So I had to stay awake. And it made me get into a habit of just making sure I did it. Was I tired? Yes. Was it difficult at first? Yes. But I knew for me, the only way I was going to live a life, actually, where I lived in victory, where I knew that, that God was with me, where I had a sense that I don't need to face this day on my own, was to do that, to give my day to God. So I'd just sit in my, my little chair, and I normally start just a few of my practicals that may help you with Psalm 46 and verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I'll often just sit there just, just for a minute, got my coffee cup and my bowl of cereals, and I'll just sit for a minute and, God, whatever you've got to say to me this morning. I'm available, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm willing and able. And one of the things I endeavor to do is say, God, in this day, I don't want to build Julie Turner's kingdom, I want to build your kingdom. Let Have the steering wheel today, God. I give it again today to you. I submit my day to you. Let me be about your kingdom. In the, in the Lord's Prayer, one of the first significant things it says is, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And I try and, you know, I don't know about you, but my mouth, you know, I can leap big time with my mouth and I have to remind myself of those scriptures that talk about bringing the mouth into submission and, and speaking words of life and, and, and words that are helpful and not complain and not moan because actually things around us do tick us off, don't they? Things around us do make us feel fed up. Things around us just happen. But I know that so often as I sit in my little chair and I just dedicate that first few minutes of the day to God that I open my Bible and there'll be a scripture right there. (laughs) Speak right into a situation that I'm struggling with. God will just remind me, Julie, what about those words you said? They were a bit harsh. You know, sometimes we avoid God's presence because we know we've messed up. I'm not going to pray today because I know God's going to tell me off. <laughs> it's not like that. God, God wants the best for us all. And he'll just say, just, just come to me. Because actually, as you sit there, as you drive, however you spend your time with God, God just wants to refine the things in us that, that we're struggling with. Those situations where God just wants to remind us, I'm with you. Goodness and mercy follow you. I'm your shepherd. I'll give you everything you need. 
I'm with you, I'm for you. Surely that is worth giving some time to every day. Now, in the same way that a relationship is not just built with having 10 minutes in the morning or however long you have or 10 minutes at night, whenever you do that, I feel for me one of the other key things is throughout the day, just stopping and remembering God. We did a great series that many of you will remember, October, November last year. We gave us all bands to remind us, pray first in that meeting, in that situation, before we take that phone call, before you answer that email that came through that's a bit curt. We've got another one come through this week, Phil. I'll talk about it another day. But anyway, before you answer that email, pray first. That's why we did it, because we know it's vital. We know this is one of the keys to us taking a step closer to finding freedom, discovering your purpose, and making a difference. It all stems from having a daily relationship. You see, the Bible talks about renewing your mind daily. doesn't talk about every fortnight. (laughs) Just come to me on a Sunday. You'll be fine. Daily. And why? Because actually, we all leak. We all get dragged down by the stuff of the day. We get tired. And God says, just come to me because I want the best for you. Because I want the best for you. Sometimes, you know, our prayers can become a little bit um, not intentional. We we can come into a little bit of a um, bless me today, God. um, Be with me today, God. All great prayers. God's promised he'll bless us. God's promised he'll be with us. We did, a, we did a, um, a series a few years ago called The Circle Maker. Can you remember that? Where we talked about drawing circles, being intentional with what we are seeking God for. So I just want to encourage those of us today who are um, in that season where you are spending time with God daily. How you, are you still declaring faith over those things that at one time you were? Those dreams, those visions, those family situations, those job situations. Are we bringing them to God with a declaration of faith? You know, I, I feel for me, one of the things God's challenged me about is, Julie, where is your faith declaration? My prayer life was okay. I was still praying. But actually, I've just felt in a season where I've got up in my lounge. and God, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I know you've got plans to bless me in the day. I've just felt in this season I'm in right now, God wants me to start declaring faith over this situation, over that situation, and start pressing into God. You see, sometimes we can pray prayers that are good, but, but James tells us that we have not because we ask not. What are we pushing into in this season? What are we declaring over our lives? What are we actually believing God is going to do for us corporately, but then for you personally as well? Pick it up again. If you have dropped this, if you have not been intentional and you know that your prayer life actually needs a bit of a boost, come on, just stop. Write it down. Make it plain. What are you seeking God for? Because I believe that sometimes the enemy can rob us. We can just sit and and not actually be specific. We can just forget about the things that we need to be intentional about. And God says, I want to help you. I want to be with you. I want to just stir your heart. Don't give up on the things you have been praying about. Even if you haven't seen any breakthrough, keep going. I want to encourage you tonight to go again and press in to what God has been stirring in your hearts, your dreams, your goals, your situations. Just start declaring faith. How about it tomorrow morning?
in the car as you're driving along. God, that family situation, I'm going to believe again that you're going to do something great. I'm going to stand on all your promises that say you have plans to bless me and to prosper me. And, and just start declaring, picking up again what you know God has got for you. You see, the other um, thing about uh, the, those devotional times for me is remembering scriptures from the Bible that changed my day. In Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. That's the Bible. Just keep it on your lips. Meditate on, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. God says, I want you to come to me. I want you to spend time with me. Just take those scriptures, those words in the Bible. We've all got promises from God. I write mine down. Some of the key scriptures that, I'm, that I know that God's helping me with, I just keep reading them over and over again. I'm just trying to get them in my spirit. It's surprising how many times that God gave me a scripture in the, uh, earlier in the year that just I wrote down, I prayed over, I learned it off by heart. How many times then I've been able to share it with somebody else and say, God's helped me with this. Can I help you with it? Get those words, those scriptures deep down. Meditate on them. Remind yourself of them. Get them in your spirit. This, this was lovely, actually, because in um, what, one of the things I do, I use, most of you know, I prefer electronic uh, versions of, of things. And so I don't actually have a paper Bible. I use my, um, my phone or my tablet. And I use the version Bible. I think it's great. And there's some plans in there, you know, for those of you who, who just want a, a particular subject. I was helping one of our dear ladies over at the Ilkeston campus last week was talking about, how do I start reading the Bible? What do I do? And I said, well, we've got a great Bible reading plan that Phil sends out. You know, there's also lots of read the Bible in a year. But I also pointed her to the U version. There's, there's little plans there. Three days on confidence, four days on boldness, five days on, oh, you know, finding purpose. There's lots of things in there to help us. But one of the things in there that you can do is you can find a scripture that actually um, has been helpful and you can highlight it, you can bookmark it, or you can make an image from it. It's very, very simple. So you, you highlight your thing and you click on a button and you make an image. You see, all it is is a click, but then my brother-in-law, not Christian, my other brother-in-law, sent me this lovely message. Oh, I've seen your images. You do a great job. How creative are you? And I'm thinking, I'm just pressing on a button. <laughs> it's not that creative at all. But he had spoken to him and he thought it was really good. So I went, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I know. I know. It's right. Good. But all I'm saying is just to get in the word, highlight, mark, remember, write it down, stick it on your wall, meditate on it day and night because God says it will help you. You'll be prosperous. You'll be successful. God gives us what we need when we need it. And then finally, the final B, be connected. Be connected. On Tuesday night, um, we had our Worship and Creative Arts team meeting. And um, it was a good night where four times a year, the whole department gets together. Christian came to talk to us. And then we split off into groups. So there's the creative team and the social media team and the worship and PA and service media and all. And they're all sat around in different groups. We had four new people on that night, which was absolutely wonderful since last time we'd met. One of the ladies that had joined us, 
um, was a lady called Amy. She's from our supported living accommodation. She's in one of our houses. And at the end of the night, she came up to me and she said, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing, allowing me to join the creative team. She says, I absolutely have loved joining the team. And she says, and I'm also thinking of signing up for another team and another team because I just love being around good people. She says, I know because she comes from a very broken background. She comes from a life where she's had a lot of bad influences. I know the difference it makes when I spend time with good people. Do you know what? I could have cried right there. That was worth all that we do for that one lady who she said, because I'm now connected, because I've now joined this team, because I'm now spending time with people who are helping me, I know it's doing me good. Whether we're all good in that team is another, <laughs> another question. But we're all trying. We're all trying our very best. But she knew the difference. She knew the difference it made by being connected with a small group, with a dream team, and that had made an impact on her life. I don't want to spend too long unpacking this because over the next three, four weeks, we're going to be talking about finding your purpose, discovering, sorry, finding freedom, discovering your purpose and making a difference over the next few weeks. So I don't want to camp here too long. But just to say that the next steps that we're talking about is this this point uh, exactly, being connected. Staying connected with the right people in small groups. You know, we've talked about Christian men's and cycling small groups, running small groups. Somebody came to me and talked to me this morning about a different type of small group altogether, doing a little Bible stuff. It's great. Just get together with people you know who are going to help you. Be accountable. Speak to somebody about it. But we're going to unpack that over the next few weeks. But just to say that we know the importance of being around people who do us good. I've got a good circle of friends. Um, I was saying Christine is one of my go-to people. If I am, you know, I'm not sure about this, would you just help me? Christine often brings me encouragement. We all need people in our world who are just going to talk to us and help us and just share a thought. We need to be connected to the right people. And if 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 we're just going Sunday to Sunday and we're not doing that, we are missing, I feel, a life that God is saying, I want to call you into be connected so we're going to be speaking over the next few weeks about those with at the end of this teaching on the 24th of April Sunday the 24th it is at our Ilkeston campus at the moment but at some point that will uh, widen but we are doing launching our growth track and our aim is that at this the end of this teaching that everyone um, that, that would like to, would go through. We're going to start with a big party on the first Sunday. Straight after the service, we like to do food. We're going to do some food, and we're going to say to everyone, let's go through this process together. So many people say, I don't actually know what my purpose is. I don't know what God's called me to do. We're going to help you with that. On the growth track, we're going to do some surveys, some questionnaires. And at the end of it, we're going to hopefully connect everybody in a small group, discovering your purpose, and then joining a dream team where I feel that you can actually live a life of making a difference. Who wouldn't want to sign up for that? That's great. Thank you so much for listening uh, so well tonight. We're just going to bow our heads right now. If the team would come back as well, that would be great.